Hi guys. <laughs> I literally think this is so funny. Um, I kid you not, it's 1.57 in the morning and I've been up since 6 this morning. But I had so much to do that I knew I had to post a podcast and I've been really trying to make an effort to post a little bit earlier because a lot of people listen to the podcast on like their morning drive and you know I'm a woman of the people you know what I'm saying so you guys are doing this at two in the morning (laughs) but also because as you guys know I took last week off to kind of just refresh restart recollect (laughs) I keep saying re all these different re's you know but I just needed a week to rest but also at the same time throughout the whole week all I could think about was how much I missed the podcast and how I just wanted to talk and sometimes obviously a podcast can feel like you're talking to yourself but I really do think of you guys as like my great friends and it being an opportunity to just meet with you guys every week and tell you about where I'm at It's been kind of rough recently. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you, and I want to tell you guys so much more about it, but I actually think this episode does a lot of the talking for me, and so I really just want you guys to listen to it and see it through. It is a little bit longer. We're looking, I think, at close to an hour and like probably five minutes is what I'm going to search for, but really do listen to this and think about the fact that there are so many great people in your life who are willing to sit through the mess with you and if you don't have someone literally let it be me because I I have so much mess (laughs) and the people who are willing to sit through it with me are my favorite kind of people and um, I think the Lord is very much like that but also you know I've just seen it in so many different people and so many different friends that I've had and specifically the one that I'm having on today is Jamie Uh, She is actually my stepmom, and she is one of the greatest women I've ever met in my entire life. But in telling this story, it is kind of scary because you guys are hearing a lot about my life, and some of it, it can still be accurate to today, but some of it was also just who I was before walking in faith and things like that. And it was just such a crazy time of life. Like, I don't even have any words to explain it, but this is everything that I wanted to do this podcast for, was to be able to come on and say, literally, this is who I am. I'm not hiding anything about myself. You guys literally are experiencing growing up with me, and now you get to hear a little bit about little baby freshman Naya in high school and how crazy she was. She was doing some crazy things, but this is so fun, and I'm just so happy to see you guys and um see you guys hear you guys listen with you guys talk to you guys you know all the alternatives but um i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and that you really think about the people who are willing to sit through the mess with you all right let's do this basically i had to choose you to be one of the first few people that i spoke with because i feel like a lot of the reason that i am the way that i am today is because of you don't start crying because I already know you. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you're like, wow, this is going to get me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we are five minutes in. <laughs> but basically, yeah, like just as much as like obviously my parents, you have, you know, so much influence on the person that I am today. And a lot of that is because 
you were my step parent. Like you didn't have like an obligation necessarily. <laughs> like obviously you were married, but you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't a certain obligation for you. I feel like a lot of step parents, you know, aren't always good to their step kids or whatever. We were just a very blended family. Like you already had two kids at the time of like coming into our lives. And so we were kind of navigating what it was like to, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> to join forces basically for reference, like my dad worked for a company where he was traveling frequently and wasn't, you know, there a lot. Like it would be months at a time. Yeah. And yeah. only there for like probably week, two weeks at a time. If even, like I said, I didn't really know you very much either. Like this is right. pretty early into you and my dad being, you know, together and all of that kind of stuff. And especially like you gaining a relationship with me. That was just obviously weird, but we should kind of like jump into what happened, I guess, and how we ended up even getting close because first part of that is obviously like you're there and like I said, it's a very new relationship. So I'm like, I like her just fine, but like, <laughs> yeah, your dad and I got married in July and I think he started the job like later in the year or the beginning of the next year or something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, we hadn't even been married a year. Yeah. And so by the time that we come full circle to summer, okay, so I guess this school year, I'm currently at Randall High School, yes. which is even a little bit of a jump scare. Just, I was at Randall, and this is coming out of like eighth grade. Me and a girl, we were super close to the point where like either I was always at her house or she was at ours, but mostly we were at her house yes. a lot of the time. And when I say close, like days at a time, like parents are like, okay, sorry I about you. you were our child. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sorry about you, but you are going to have to come home. We start being exposed to a lot of different things very early on. And so then the school year happens and we definitely are <laughs> doing more than that. We start kind of lying to our parents about different things. I start lying to my parents individually, but mostly together we're lying and being places we're not supposed to, hanging out with people we're not supposed to, doing a lot of things we're not supposed to. How this kind of comes full circle is in October. Sounds about right. Yeah, October. Me. I think I tried to block a lot of it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like traumatic for all of us, right? right? Yeah, so in October... Lie to both of our parents at this time because, but Jamie did think that I was at Delaney's at this time. I'm kind of exposing Delaney at this time too. Sorry, so Delaney. yeah, sorry Delaney, which me and Delaney make fun of this time because it is very crazy at this time anyways. But so I'm supposed to be at Delaney's. Delaney's is supposed to be at our house. We're with third random said friend. So not even at the right place. And to... Spare all the details. We're stressing all day about how we're supposed to go to this party. Like, we have to go. Um, probably because some boy is there that we need to see or whatever it may be. And so we lie to all of our parents, all three of us girls, and decide to go to this party. And basically, the night just goes pretty much downhill from there. Mm -hmm. So we make some poor choices, end up at that party leave the party because we think that it's going to get busted or some situation and we get in a really bad wreck after that night. Super scary because one, I did not have my seatbelt on. I was in the middle, so didn't have my seatbelt on. We had definitely been, you know, drinking other things that night. <laughs> I'm still laughing because I still feel like it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but, but 
we definitely had just done so much. And in getting in that wreck, I remember like my first thoughts were like, oh no, I'm alive. <laughs> oh no, I'm alive. That was your thought. <laughs> that was my thoughts. Not, which is like, like you, thank God I'm alive. No, Mm-mm. it was not like that. It was like, oh my gosh, it my parents are going to I kill die. me. Yeah. <laughs> my parents are going to kill me. Like if I didn't make it out of that situation or I did make it out of that situation, definitely wasn't going to make it out of the next. So did feel that. So there was clearly some intimidation there, yet I had been doing that for months, so really odd situation there. But yeah, so that's literally my first thoughts I remember, is I was like, no, that's going to be bad. And so multiple other details of things happen through the course of the night, and we end up having to call our parents and let them know what's going on. So as she said, parents met Jamie. Which, thankfully, I guess at the time, I was almost probably excited to call you. Like, not excited to call you, but, like, excited that I didn't either have to call my mom or my dad. You'd also been out at this time. Or, like, not out, but, like, you had had a night where, like, you... Right? Like, because you had went to one of the family's parties or something like that. I think so. And then I had gone home and I, I had... But I'd been asleep. Yeah. And so, like I said, I feel like Jamie does have a reaction... But, like, hers is, like, we're going to, she's going to talk nice to you right now. And then. I said, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. You know you're in trouble. Bad. Right? And you were, like, yes. Yeah. The, like, yeah. But they also, yeah. whoever picked y'all up or whoever had you call your mom, too. So, your mom had already heard from you at this point, right. too. Yeah. Who then called your dad before I even had a chance. Because I told you, come home first thing in the morning yeah so your mom before I even saw your face or talked to your dad had already called your dad yeah so I was still like how am I gonna deal with this because now you've gone and done something crazy (laughs) and I'm the one who was responsible for you yeah I didn't see how that'd be a little (laughs) I don't think I've ever been like I want to shake this child, but I just want to hug her because I'm glad she's alive. Yeah. But now I've got to explain to some other adults. Like, yeah, what's happening? I'm sorry. On my watch, your kid Yeah. did some really bad stuff. <laughs> bad things. Which, genuinely, there was, like, nothing that, like, Jamie could have done in that situation. Because, like, I... Well, I guess we should kind of like backtrack, but to me saying that I was excited to call you because I, I didn't know how you would react in the parenting. Obviously, I cannot express how fresh this was. Like, obviously it was like, love you, like do love you. But like, we were just had very surface level relationships. So in calling you, I was like, I know I'm not going to have to deal at that point with like my mom yelling at me immediately, but I also know that I don't have to like necessarily disappoint my dad at first too because my dad is like not he's not an angry man but like I feel like at a time and hearing that information it definitely would have made him upset or I think of let him down obviously let him down or disappointed him in that way just because the situation is very crazy I remember thinking I guess like in the scheme of all of these things because you kind of talked about how it was just like it's been months and like you've been doing you know, all of this kind of situation. Yeah. Lying. Yeah. I was, I just been fully, honestly, and truly just like blatantly lying about all kinds of things. You were 14. Yeah. 
You weren't <laughs> 17 or 18. You were 14. Yeah. And it never would have crossed my mind that you would have been out doing stuff like this. Because, to be honest, like, everybody acted like you were this innocent kid. And in my own personal experience up to this point... Yeah. I thought you were. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, I actually added, that was like so important because I agree with Jamie. I've said this my whole life kind of, but I just felt like pretty much my entire life, everybody had kind of put me almost like on a pedestal mm -hmm. and whether that was on purpose or not. And not to say anything about anybody else, but you were very focused on your grades and your school. I've never seen a kid stress so much about <laughs> grades. Like, I was just like, I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do. I'm not going to check your grades every day because yeah. but you were so, like, like to a point of, I'm surprised all your hair didn't fall out, <laughs> to be honest. And so, like, to me, you were this kid that was so focused on school that you, it would have never crossed my mind right. to worry about this. Yeah, or, like, think that it was happening. And that's kind of what I, you know, was thinking in that moment is again, with the feeling of like everyone putting me on a pedestal, it was like a self image thing for me at that time. Just feeling like kind of, there was like a huge disconnect because I was so focused on school and like, you know, I do feel like I very much had that mentality. Like I know what I want, like I'm going to work for it. Like all those kinds of things, like good morals pretty much installed in me, but I felt like a lot of the friends that I had surrounded myself with too. And that's not placing the blame on them because I definitely made all of the decisions more wow. than myself, but just saying that like they all were just not I don't feel like at the same time on the same page as me or having that same mentality. And I was kind of like, I hate that I am that way. And kind of like having a lot of self-hatred to be like, hey, I don't like the fact that I'm so focused on school or love my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of hating that stigma around being like a good girl in quotations. Well, I think for so long, I mean, you played some sports growing up. I know that. And yeah. you've done a little bit. But I think for you, because you didn't have sports to focus on or you didn't you weren't like in band or in orchestra or yeah anything like that the schoolwork was your was your thing yeah and that's what made you you and yeah and that's okay but I think sometimes when you were that age you struggled with that yeah I struggled with so much about like identity and stuff and struggling with like what it meant to be a kid who enjoyed school or who enjoyed pushing myself academically a lot because I like she said I tried sports but it was just like a thing where I was like I just felt like I did not ever I think click. you like the thought of it yeah I like the <laughs> oh I love the thought of it because this will come full circle and we'll talk about this later but me being a cheerleader like mm -hmm. I loved being a cheerleader because knowing my character I get not character but like persona I guess is like <laughs> that makes me somebody and that was like what we were like talking about is like I wanted to be somebody and I hated being the somebody well, that because, I was I mean Tegan he played sports yeah um even though he was young he played sports a couple yeah. of sports and so we were always going to games you know Israel he played football so we yeah. were focused on football like we were running and and I think you just wanted something because Grades are not something something like people stand around and great yeah. job, Anaya, great job. But I yeah. think you wanted something that was like that with that like tangible, yeah. Even though I told you all the time, like it's okay to be this person. Right. But I think for you, you 
you saw the attention and not that you were jealous of it, but it's like, academically that was my like niche like I was just Mm -hmm. so like I worked for years like for everything that I had and was good at it I guess like for a long time it was pretty effortless until I got into way my way later high school years but just saying like it was just so effortless for me to push out the grades and push out the mentality of like you know always wanting to get better but also like I said going kind of hand in hand in that of like not having that self-image I really took advantage of this time. And I remember like little freshman brain thinking like they trust me so much and I hate it. Like that's like, I know that that sounds weird. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, but it comes from, like I said, that kind of mentality of just like everybody always like, Oh, and I so perfect. And even if I had messed up, like in some weird situation, it just always seemed like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, it's fine. Like all that kind of stuff. And I felt like that kind of could have been detri- detrimental to like my siblings in a way. And like, you know what I'm saying? Just, well, cause it's like, okay, you have this thing where you feel like nobody thinks I can do wrong yeah. and I'm not ever getting any kind of attention. attention. Yeah. That's what we were saying. Because attention for like sports or anything. Focus on you because I know you're going to take care of your grades. I, and you know, in my mind, she's not going to out be out running and doing stupid. Yeah. Stuff. Whereas, you know, the other kids can't live up to what you're doing yeah. because they're never going to... Israel, God bless his soul, I love my son, but he's never going to be, like, focused on his grades. Yeah. He's never going to win. He loves football, though. He'll like do, that he'll is, do yeah. good enough to make sure he makes it through football. Yeah. You know, But like doesn't care. But, yeah, that was the thing is I was, like, I... So I'm pushing so hard academically, and I am the kid that's, like... And a big thing, too, is I was the kid that was, like... Okay. Typically, if you would be like, Anaya, stop. You weren't one to argue. Yeah, I just wouldn't until we got, like, much deeper into the relationship. Which also is a sign of kind of, like, good thing. Because it was like, okay, we're not surface level anymore. Like, right. I'm, you're not holding back with me. And neither am I. But this all, you know, comes later. But like I said, that's kind of what I was thinking in the moment. Was just like, I'm tired of everybody thinking that I'm some good... Goody two-shoes. Yeah. Goody two-shoes. And I want somebody to notice me. Because even then, like I said, it's hard enough that my parents are gone. Like my dad's gone. I'm, my mom lives in Midland and our relationship was just very like rocky in itself yeah, yeah, too. It wasn't a great place at that point. Yeah. So I kind of want you to tell me about the night and the day after <laughs> everything happened. <laughs> um, the night, I think I was more in shock than anything when you first called me. Cause like I said, it's just, I just would have never thought Yeah. like, my daughter, when she was younger, probably. <laughs> Although I didn't, she didn't have the freedom that I gave you. But your mom and dad had always like let you stay at friends. Yeah, they knew her mom. Yeah, like I would have never even second guessed, guessed it, it. Yeah, because you had had that freedom your entire life. So why would I change that? Because that yeah, was you say me. Yeah, um, and plus we weren't close, and yeah. so. I didn't want to put any more stress on what was already a weird situation with your dad gone and your mom gone. Yeah. So I, w- I think I was just in shock. So when you called and woke me up and told me what had happened and what you had been doing, I was just like, <laughs> her dad is going to kill me. Yeah. Her dad's going to kill me. Like, this- And I feel like that wasn't even a fraction of what I'd been doing. Like what I told you, like you found out much more, which much I'll let you t- tell me, fact. but yes. you know. Yeah, um, so I was just like, 
I, I don't even know. And so that's why, like, I'm not going to yell because until I have her face to face, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do any of that. God so I just was so like, scary. um, you know, you're in trouble Yeah. and get home in the morning because we're going to talk. She was like, you better be home first thing in the morning. And I, just a little part of this is like Delaney and our other friend, I mean, after they told their parents peaceful sleeping, like deep sleep that night. And I'm telling you, I did not sleep that entire night, which I already have trouble sleeping, but I was like, (laughs) you're like, there's no sleep for the wicked. Yeah. I just think that is funny to this day, how comfortable I know it was bad, but I think it was because I also called, like you said, I had called my mom. So I had already kind of gotten a feel for like, what she was gonna Cause think, I, don't I know guess. What she had said. I can't. I I don't really remember. I think I remember her being like angry, right. kind of, but also like at the time it was a thing where my mom was also in a weird position because she wanted us to be on a better page. Well, she wanted to be your friend. Yeah, y'all hadn't. We really hadn't been. Talking. Yeah, we hadn't really been talking, and she wanted to be on a like I said a better page. Or whatever that looked like, friendship, whatever. And so I think she might have answered the phone and been like, girl, like, what are you, like, kind of upset, but also, like, not necessarily knowing the gravity to it, really. And then she picked up the phone and called my dad, like I said, and none of us had even discovered the majority of the detail. Doing, when you got home the next morning, I phone. think your dad called at the same, yeah, I was like, hand me your phone. That is true. I was like. This girl had already deleted everything, too. I thought I was slick, too. Snapchat gone, Instagram. She was like, oh, download that. You made me download it back. I was like, have you been smoking weed this whole time? Like, and I was about to lie. I remember your exact words. I was like, uh, and she was like, and before you even open your mouth, I will drug test you right now. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, and I was not playing. We would have like, gone to the store right then. And I was like, and that's when you have that flashback to that party last night. And I was like, oh. Definitely not gonna pass that, so might as well just. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I literally thought about the first thing and I was like. Because I saw the look on your face. Yeah. Like you thought. And I was like, mm, don't. All right, Miss Girl. Tammy is Tell very me. don't play with me. And so, um, and then your dad, like I said, was on the speakerphone, so he is like, you said yes. Yeah. And your dad, I just remember him being like, what the? Like, yeah. He was not- so mad. I think he just couldn't because he had always... Yeah, trusted like me and he was family, far. Like I yeah. said, everybody in your family had always been like an Islam. Yeah. The one we don't worry about. Yeah. So I think it kind of not destroyed him because, I mean, he forgave you and... Whatever. But it did take a while. Like, it it was very hurtful to but my I dad because I think... So yeah, I think we had many conversations later where, like, my dad doesn't really cry, but, like, I think that he did cry and, you know, just say that he was very upset with me, which, like, I was upset with myself... We did have a little bit of difference in parenting at this time. Like I said, me and my mom are, you know, way closer, like way closer now and have a way more established relationship at this point now. But I'm just saying at this time, like it was a thing where, like you said, you know, me and my mom were very much maintaining like a friendship or just a thing where she was trying to make it enjoyable at the time of seeing her. So I think she was letting you get away with it. Yeah. Getting, yeah. Because she didn't want to rock the boat and make things like if she took a couple steps forward, she didn't want to to add that on to yeah and so then I also had told my mom at the time that like I had this and this is terrible I'm not I'm not condoning this at all because now at my age like that 
I definitely understand how that is terrible. But at the time, you know, a few months later, I had told her that I was hanging out with a boy who was much older than me. Yes. And it was just not appropriate at all. And he was not a good guy. Let me go ahead. Obviously, they're not a good guy. If at that point, they're, they're much older than you anyways, and you're 14. He was several years old. Yeah, he, he had to have been 17 or 18 at the time. Yes. And I want to say 17 because it was like almost, but no, yeah. Not almost, but, like, right. it just is not almost good. Almost he could go to jail? Yeah, yeah. like, um, my mom was a different child, too. So she was like, oh, well, like, you know, I've kind of, when I was a kid, well, like, you know. Her, yeah, right? Hereford, yeah. Her and my dad are from Hereford, Texas. So, like, that is a very small. And everybody knows everybody. Yeah, so it's kind of a situation where it's, like, probably a little more acceptable in quotations at that time. But, like I said, I told my mom, and then when fast forward to me getting in trouble when she called my dad that night she also told you know also told him that um and probably other things but just also told him that piece of information so it was kind of like i was so yeah much other things because simply because to me i felt like you were putting yourself in a very bad situation that could go wrong so quickly yeah and if you were hanging out with him i didn't know you were hanging out with him so something happened to you Nobody would, nobody would have even known. Yeah. And the fact that your mom knew, it's okay. Yeah, that hurt. Uh, But the fact that your mom knew and did, didn't tell us. Yeah. I was just like, are you, Yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. I also think like, uh, definitely not to defend my mom at any time, but like, like I said, that time period. And I feel like a lot of my mom's life, like me and my mom have had this conversation that it almost feels like. I think she had a mentality she always had to defend, like, herself or, like, whatever it may be. So, like, even in this this time period, it's, like, she's trying so hard to be, like, we need to be friends. Like, we need to maintain a good relationship. But also, like, now your dad's – we're finding out about this stuff. It's an opportunity to kind of, like, lessen the blow off of her, I guess, and more onto me. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Just such a weird time period well, in my mom's, probably like, thing. made it easier, like, well, your wife – yeah Uh, yeah probably like whatever at this time yeah like and yeah I just really like want to communicate that my mom has had a lot of growth at that time period and I don't think that that probably is something that would slide now but like but at the time that's what we were operating with and how did like you establish that like punishment because the punishment was real and wrong (laughs) like I don't know I was just thinking (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you had one at the time immediately. I, immediately, I think it was something I, later. In my mind, I was just like, definitely taking her phone. That that's yeah. the no brainer to me. Yeah. It was like I'm taking her phone. She can take it to school, but the minute she walks in, she's got to hand that over. Yeah, the, that was the thing. The other thing was she likes to spend a lot of time in her room. Mm-hmm. She will spend every moment of every day in her room if I give her the opportunity. Yeah, and so I took that away. Yeah. I took that completely away. Oh, no. (laughs) And my words were, you get to look at my face every single day until this is done. (laughs) Like, and and it was like, how long? And I'm like, I... No clue. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. Like... It it was, it was bad. I think they're like the phone situation was probably like, okay, whatever. Like expected, like I said, but very much the room situation was like, Mm-mm, for me because like she said I did spend a lot of time in my room which like I also think is like something from just like me growing up and spending so much time alone anyways that it was like and when you're alone with your thoughts anyways it's just kind of like lay me alone like I get to be my mom yeah, so whatever well, so 
Yeah. We, we weren't doing that. Yeah, we, unfortunately, <laughs> that was not a decision that I got to make. Um, I wasn't making any decisions at this point. And even then, I think at first, I wasn't even allowed to have my phone at school either. I don't think so. I think at the very beginning. Yeah, at the very honest. beginning, it was like all privileges. Not all privileges, but like basically like all privileges. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, you are not allowed to be in your room alone. Like they would have taken the, if my dad was there, the door would have been off. Like the door would not have been, they okay. were definitely that parent, but definitely those parents, but door would have been off if my dad was home and able to take it off one. And two, um, like she was like, you will spend every single day. Like you are not allowed to be in your room unless it's time to go to bed or sleep. And she was taking the phone. Also bad was she, I know you know what I'm going to say, but she was like, I'm, you're riding the bus to school every single day now too. And that was like, <laughs> I still think that I have feelings about this because I'm like, no, <laughs> no, like my social status, because like, ew, this is disgusting. But like also at the time, like going to Randall, it was like, what? You ride the bus. Like, you know, like it was just a, no. This is my humbling backstory. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so, like, that and being not being able to be in my room were... I think I just wanted you to feel it. Oh. Like... This girl un- felt it. To understand that this mistake, if it was made again or anything of, the, of this, this magnitude. And I think I need to say the fact that when this happened, I mean... You were drinking, doing drugs, had a wreck, and... Drugs sounds crazy. <laughs> I mean, but, um, and then had this accident, didn't stay, and... Uh, no, I'm just the, kidding. The fact is, is, at the time, I don't think you understood, you could have died. Yeah. Y'all could have killed someone. Right. And I don't think at 14, you understood the magnitude of... How bad that how would How horrible it could have been. And how, if any of those things have ha- had happened, like what it would have done to you, you having to grow up with, if y'all have killed somebody, or yeah. what if your friends had passed and you survived, yeah, or just so many things, and then what it would have done to everybody's families, yeah, and that would be something that you would have had to grow up and live with the rest of your life, and yeah. that is, that is something I would never want for my children, yeah. So I was making sure with these punishments, you were going to feel it. Yeah. And you were going to, when you were going to do something wrong, if you were thinking about doing something wrong, you were going to be like, hmm, yeah. is this worth it? Because right. this girl does not care. Yeah. No, I like to even explain it. Like I just, I think even after getting in trouble, I just still didn't care. Like not still didn't care, but just, I still oh, I did not understand. Like, I know because yeah. then months into your punishment, you got caught with another phone. Yeah. Jamie's exposing me here. No, I'm just kidding. My birthday was the next week, actually, after I'd gotten in trouble. So this is like October 31st, probably. It's probably Halloween. Right. Probably Halloween night. And my birthday is November 7th. So at the time, um, I had this like iPhone, like probably like six or something like that uh, or four, whatever my mom had given me like before. And I think I was like probably in my room at night or something like that, supposed to be asleep and found it. And I was like, yep, I'm, I'm ready. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they took my phone. I I don't care. At least at night I can be on like my Snapchat or whatever. And like can text people. Mm -hmm. 
Anyways, so the way that we found it, actually, this is funny because Addie's in there. <laughs> but the way that we found it was because my mom took me, I think it was like to get like a massage or something like that, which was like definitely luxury, even in this time period of getting in trouble. And like, you need a massage because you got in trouble, which I think is funny. But anyways, um, so my sister and my mom are sitting in the car and my, my sister is like, oh, I need a pad or like a tampon or something like that. So she, my mom she was like, loves for you to say that yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I guess it's like after everything we've said, periods right. are probably the least of it. But, um, my sister like reaches in my bag <laughs> cause she's looking for feminine products, I guess. And she pulls out my other phone and she's like, uh, and my mom is like, what is that? And she's like, um, it like she probably doesn't know what to say because right. it's like a bad time and my mom sees it so I come out of that massage and I'm like rested I forget they can't see me but I'm like I'm like who the stress leaving me and then I get in the car and my mom's like what's this and I was like Did not you keep it probably yeah because the reason why I found out is because Casey? Yeah, Casey oh, told me. Sorry, I don't know. I, I keep trying to, like, avoid... But obviously, okay, like... But also, fine. at the same time, like, this is just a conversation, like I said, like... Because I think this will definitely come out after my first episode. But, like, the importance of us having, like, the real conversation is important just because, like, that's what made me me. Like, and you need to understand... Everybody needs to understand the gravity of, like, how bad this was. Because at the time, like... I also, like I said, just to reiterate, I'm telling my mom about this after we find the phone and I beg her not to tell my dad and Jamie. Why? Because I already knew what was on the other side of that thing. Cause it was already, we had had multiple conversations of like, catch you lying again. Like all this, the normal parent conversations that you're already having. And I was like, I know if they find out it's going to be bad. And so I think at the time it was just something that like obviously circled through to, um, my sister stepmom at the time. And here we are, like, you know, and she also, again, this is not a place where we're, like, here to, like, say anything about anybody else, just, like, her, like, she did what, like, she should have done, yeah, any other parent would have picked up the phone and been, like, hey, you know what, like, it's time to talk, like, you know, I found this out, because she would have wanted to know that about her own kids, too, so, and her telling that, to Jamie and my dad. Then I'm getting in trouble again. They're like, anything you have in the room, I think you probably looked through my I think room. I went through yeah, she probably went through my room and was like, everything. anything in here, I'm taking it out, which that was like, granted, the only thing else. I'm like, the only other thing I had, but you know what I'm saying? Just kind of that situation. And after that point, my dad came home shortly after. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was for Thanksgiving, but it could have been like end of November or early December came home. And we're just, I mean, it's intervention after intervention after intervention. And like, I had had to talk with Jamie, but just still like, I I don't think we'd had this specific conversation because I remember the conversation that we had that like actually changed our relationship. But I think that was way later. But my dad comes home and like I said, he doesn't typically get upset, but he, we had this conversation and he was just like, I'm just so like disappointed. Like, what were you thinking doing all that kind of stuff? He probably sheds a tear. So not to expose my dad, but you know. I mean, Probably shuts a tear. Yeah, I think as a parent, when you feel like you miss something, and we clearly did. Yeah, like you're just like, how could I have missed all of the things and let her be out here running wild? Because if we would have known about the boy, 
Oh yeah, you then been yeah. Doing what you were doing in the first place? None of it would have happened after that. Because you would have been out. Because yeah. you would have been in trouble for that boy, and we could have like saved so much from happening. From the other stuff. Which that was, I will say, like I believe I hung out with him in October too, because the lie that I told my parents to hang out with him was that I was going with Delaney's mom to pick out a gift for her birthday, and Delaney's birthday is like October third, if I can think like correctly. So. Around that time, it's probably late September, early October or whatever. Do you ever feel like you almost like overstepped? Because I know you talked about like overstepping in the beginning before like I'd gotten in trouble, but like that you had made the wrong decision. You know what I'm saying? I think about the only anything. time I ever felt like that is after we found out about the phone. Okay, like reminder, your mom was living in Midland. Yeah. So she wasn't, I mean, she was four hours away. Um, your dad's hours and hours away. And, um, then when we found out about the phone, well, your mom and you hadn't been speaking hardly. Y'all weren't even, I mean, y'all barely talked. And, yeah. Like we couldn't really see each other at the time right. either. And or I mean, every once in a while. and since they had my phone, it was a thing where like, I needed to ask to speak to my mom and stuff like that. But she, when we found out about the second phone, you were talking about going back to your mom's. Like, oh going yeah. Back to live with your mom. I was just like. I remember thinking, okay, I feel like I was justified in the punishment because I felt like, like I said, you needed to feel what had happened. ramifications of your actions. Right. But then, like, holy crap, did I go too far? And now she's going to go back to her mom and her dad is going to be mad at me and blame me. Right. That's when I felt like, because the rest of it, and now when I look back, I'm like, nope. Yeah. I did the right thing. No, because that's what I, I was think, thinking too. I think we would have never as close as we did yeah if it wouldn't have been for this situation because you had no choice yeah i had like i said like, like I was the only person you were talking yeah to it was bad like, <laughs> i'm like it was terrible jamie no but i had multiple inf- interventions where multiple people had spoken to my life which thankfully now that i can look back thankfully they did spoke good things over me and were kind of like saying things that were like, Hey, like you are better than this. Like kind of like that kind of situation still, still on the realm of like what I feel like of people putting me on the pedestal. Like there was just still like no wrong, like, you know, your dad's family, nothing's a secret. Yeah. Nothing. Everybody heard that conversation. So like if I went somewhere else and my dad and Jamie are very much the like, we're about to joke about this situation too, because yeah, you're, you're not going to slide with this, which like, thankfully I feel like that's another thing giving me tough skin about it too, because really there's probably nothing people could really say to me today that would really like offend me that, but I feel like it kind of roll off my, (laughs) I'd be like, okay, now let's get to talking about you, you know, but the one specific, like, I feel like intervention or conversation that I feel like is one day me and Jamie were sitting on the couch and I think she was just watching TV and then she just stopped. And I think you were like, can I just ask like why you did it or whatever? And probably we sat there, cried, had the whole conversation. And I told you kind of the same things that I was like thinking right now was just like, I felt like everybody like, you know, always looked at me a certain way and I hated being like that. And I wanted people to look at me different or see me or like anything like, you know, very much a, just a child, just like, I want attention. Like, so like begging for it basically at that point, and you at know, at that point it was like, Good or bad, I'll take it. Yeah, and we had, that was just an honest, like, and it was the most probably honest I had been in the entire year. And we have that conversation, and it's only me and Jamie having this conversation. Like, nobody else is out there or anything like that. We're just sitting, obviously, on the couch, just us, because everybody else is allowed to be in their rooms. And um, (laughs) I'm like, I'm better, not really. But we have that conversation, and that was, like, just, I mean, the most pivotal conversation that we could have had, like, 
ever. Not even just in the aspect of me and Jamie's relationship, but I think in the aspect of me. Because, like I said, this episode is called, like, sitting in the silence, but because all we did was sit there. But mostly because I love to be around my dad just because it was, like, he was the parent. Like, my mom was, like, the work ethic. Like, you know, teaching me to work hard, but also, like, um, if you're taking care of you're good, you know, because that's the way that her family taught her to love too. But especially kind of with my dad, he is more of the quality time parent. That's like, we're going to sit here, you know, and hang out, watch movies, whatever that may be. And we could have conversations, make jokes, like all that kind of stuff. Like he is just that parent. And so when I first moved in or whatever, like I knew of Jamie, we started to get to know Jamie, but it was like, also like she has other kids. Like this is like a whole other family. Like, yeah. And it was just a huge thing. And I also remember very early in our relationship, me being like, I don't know why you're telling me things. Like I, I already have a mom, like kind of thing, because I also have a very high like mentality or like, um, I don't know the right word for it, but just like in the aspect of my mom, I think of her very highly too. I I mean, you know, even now in our relationship, of course we, we fought and we had our times, but I just think of her so highly now too, that I was like, why is this woman like stepping in here trying to tell me what to do anyway? So in a relationship, like that's kind of what the mentality was, is I was really fighting the idea of having it and I wanted my dad around. So when we had that conversation on the couch and we're talking about this and she has that conversation with me and is just like honest and asking me to be honest and I had finally opened up with her about what I felt like that was where like we began to like break through like it was like okay we're no longer surface level like I've been honest with you like you see the real me I wanted attention you know and she kind of expressed like hey like do you realize how bad that would have been especially me only me being here you know like I said us sitting there was the first time somebody like had ever sat with me and been like girl like I like love you so much and I think that's when I don't know if this is like romance like we're like married or something but (laughs) I think that was like the moment where you also realized like you could love me beyond like me being a stepchild like being like I love you so much and like I want what's good for you like that's why we have to sit here and do this continually like because you can't do something like that like you you could have died, like, whatever. Well, you could have ruined your whole future. And yeah. And I never, because of your drive and how hard you worked at school and everything, I I knew then that your potential is amazing. And it could have all been taken away in one stupid night. Yeah. That could have all been the end of everything that you were dreaming for for yourself. Yeah. And that at that point, I was dreaming for for you. Right. And that's... As a step-parent, like, that's when I, I think I really was just like, okay, I want her to understand that I am only here to be her biggest fan, just like I am for my kids. Yeah. I'm your biggest fan. And that's why this means so much. Yeah. Like, this time, being grounded, not, I mean, for, I don't even know how long you were yeah it was like it was from october and the first ever thing i did was jaren's quince so that was like mid-march and i begged to do that and my parents were at the quince so i don't feel like that was yeah they were there which was so sweet like looking i oh my gosh that night was so fun but just like it was a thing like where that is what helped me to understand the gravity of sitting there like and just having somebody like listen to you but you also listen to them and let them know like hey I believe in you and 
I love the way you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of finally getting that like self-acceptance in a way because I still moved on and still very much felt insecure my entire, nearly my entire high school career until I became like probably like a junior or senior. But like... I think the move to Emerald High made all the Oh difference. yeah, definitely. Because with, especially being at Randall, like... It was a very specific group of people, which I, like, I'd grown up with them my whole life. So, like, it had been since fifth grade or something like that. So, I had known them for forever. And so, I didn't want to leave that. But I also felt like after I had gotten in trouble that I was almost stuck. Like, I'd known them so long. And it was like, there's no way to get another friend group. Like, it's it's not a very big school. Like, at that point, I felt like before I had left. It's big, but it's small. It's big, but it's very small. And especially with my, like, personality, too. Yeah, very clickish to the point where it was like, you had your group since you were very young. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the same people that I'd been hanging out with from fifth grade were the same people I was with, bef- like, through freshman year. Like, of course, there's one added new person or something, like, very cycled through yeah. every year or so. But for the most part, everything's the same. And so, like I said, that was where we faced just so much change, not only in you, but in myself, to be like... I can love someone too, like, and there's somebody who loves me wholeheartedly, who is for me, who is willing to sit there. And that a big thing that I also noticed was like, I feel like if it were for my other parents, my dad probably wouldn't have done all this. I feel like, I don't know what he would have done punishment wise that like nobody would have held true to the thing, the way that Jamie did. Yeah. Jamie was like, (laughs) girl, we were about to sit here. And I I know my mom wouldn't have. Yeah. I know my mom wouldn't have because like now in our life, like she, if we did something like that, like we've been in trouble for a while, but like before then, like it definitely would have been a thing where if I moved with her, it would have been a quick, like few weeks. And I probably would have been right back to where I started kind of thing too is, is like, I'm married. I have, my son was living with us and you, I wasn't out. Yeah. I wasn't trying to be out. Yeah. And so I was like, I got, yeah, that's what I was saying. But that's why Nobody else would have sat with me. Nobody else would have sat with me. And I'm talking for, that's probably four to five months. Uh, And I mean, every single day, weekends too. Like there was probably very few moments that I could remember that she ever left. And it was for like grocery store. One time I went out and remember because you were going to go with my mom and I was like, Oh, oh no, no. You don't get to be fun, Grandma. Oh, yeah. I didn't even get Grandma privileges. Y'all hear this? I did not even get Grandma <laughs> privileges at the time. Because, because my mom is yeah. the worst she about was holding fun. to punishment. She's like, oh, let's go get ice cream. And I'm like, yeah, no. No, like nobody gets, nobody has fun. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. This is the no fun zone. Yeah. So that's literally what it was like was just, I don't know. I just remember that being such a huge breakthrough for me and teaching me about like people who genuinely love you, like friends parents, step parents, whatever it looks like, like they will sit through the silence with you and help you to understand, help you to know that they love you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because there was even for me, like that was a lot of growth, I think for Jamie too, in that time. Um, which if you want to like elaborate on that too, like you totally can, but well, I just, you know, at this point, my oldest child, my daughter had been graduated and my daughter, like I said, I sheltered her. I didn't let her do a lot, which I think crippled her in a lot of ways. And so I had never really been in a situation to have to deal with this because I just didn't let my daughter. Yeah. So it helped me parent in a different way and try to figure out a better way to handle situations, 
without just losing my mind. Right. Because I wanted to yell. Yeah. And But it just taught me a different way to handle things because I just, I knew I couldn't handle this situation with you the same as I would have my kids. Yeah. Which has also now helped me how I deal with Israel. Yeah. Like, Israel and I, we really don't argue. We yeah. don't fight. Which me and Israel didn't argue either, though. That was another thing is I think it made me value my siblings so much more. Mm-hmm. Because me, well, like me and Maddie had, <laughs> I will admit that me and Maddie had our time, but... Like, now, me and Maddie are very close and, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like we talk on a regular basis, which, of course, I'm in college now, so it it can only be so much. But very much, even with Israel being my little brother, like, it was different because my actual, or not, like, my actual little brother, but, like, my blood-related brother wasn't there. But And he's so much younger. Yeah, and so much younger. And even at the time, there was a little bit of a disconnect because Israel was at, like, kind of a, a weird time. He was I guess still young. Yeah, still very young. But like as we got older, like me and Israel only got closer and I only gained like more respect for my family and things like that. I don't know. We just became best friends. Like I feel like we were best friends. Like mm-hmm. we still are best friends. Like I saw, got to see him for Christmas break. And for me, our relationship is very much riding a bike. Like I see him and I'm like, oh my gosh, I burst for love with yeah. him. Like he's so handsome and... <laughs> I'm like he's so handsome. He like hears us. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I am. He's like, yeah. I know he would say, yeah, I am. He would be like, yep, I know you. Or he would say, I got the hose or some something, something crazy like, like that. that. Yes. Yeah, and I'd be like, shut your mouth. But <laughs> but yeah, like it just taught me like so much respect for like my family and like how it is fun to be home with your family and spend the time with them and like even if it probably wasn't fun, like you learned it to be fun because things you get exciting when you don't have anything else, right? When you have zero choice but to enjoy the time. With yeah, <laughs> zero choice but to do that, and so that's what I kind of think it did for me was just taught me about that and that's the reason that me and Jamie are so close. I feel like, no, I don't believe that God causes those bad things to happen because he very much is open to like you having free will, but that is scripture that he turns everything for good. Like, and if it's not good, like it's not done. And that's very much the mentality that I think that he was moving in his hand was definitely in it because now at this point where me being 19, five years later, which is odd because that doesn't even feel like five so years crazy. at all. But that is the reason I have so much respect for Jamie, love for my family, like mostly Jamie. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not mostly Jamie, but um, just saying like the reason that me and Jamie have been able to stand so tall today because she sat with me through it. And, you know, I kind of sat with her through it too because I know that was a hard time being, like you said, being a step parent. One, and being alone, newly married, like, like, I was just going crazy. Like, she's doing long distance over here, (laughs) long distance, like, step parent, like, and I think even Maddie was having, you know, she was Was at a different time too. I don't, I don't know, because I remember when I got in trouble, like the day of that I got in trouble, she was there on the bed, but I can't remember if that was a thing where she was like, also in and out of the house kind of situation. Didn't, you know, the entire time we lived over there, she was in and out. So yeah. Like, I have a hard time. Remembering yeah. Remembering like, if she yeah, was there she for was a long term. But that's another there. reason why me and Israel were so close was because it was just like, it was us. And like, I also feel like me and Israel are very much the children of just like play around with each other and don't let anything mm-hmm. take anything too serious or anything like that. I'm not saying Maddie is like that bad or anything like that but I'm just saying like in that circumstance me and Israel were both just still like very close in age age, yeah yeah. closer in age so we're experiencing kind of the same things and like we were just so close but yeah that's what I was saying (laughs) and I think this to be honest 
seeing this situation yeah probably taught him that I don't play yeah like if you're grounded you're grounded because remember when yeah. he got in trouble one time for something I took his Xbox away for three days three months yeah. Three months. I, was, I was like three days. Three, days. No, yeah. three. No, three months. He didn't have his Xbox. Yeah, didn't have his Xbox because he loved his Xbox too. He was a homebody, room body too. Like, yeah, I'll be up in here playing Xbox and not talking to any of y'all anyway. So I feel like that was kind of what we were saying. But in like, I know we're not friends because even now I don't see us as friends at all. But like, I do think that like we just got, I mean, so close. Like it did so, I can't even express how much it did for me and my mentality about life and about lying. Big thing now, because I, like if you talk to me now, I hate being lied to because I think that it's dumb. I think that it hurts like us being on the same page or like in unity and it keeps things in darkness. And now it's like, I can't lie to like a lot of people. I cannot lie. I think, I think the lying, I think people don't understand that if you will just tell me the truth, I can handle whatever comes my way yeah. if I just know the truth. Right. If you're just honest. Because I may be mad about what you what you did. Like, I would have been mad about the boy, the smoking weed, the drinking. I would have been mad about it. But I could have handled it. But then you went so far beyond yeah. that. To almost dying in, like, different situations like that. Like that I it had was just... no choice but to... Right. Take it to another level. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. But now I definitely hate lying. And I think, like I said, by the time that this does even reach all the platforms and stuff like that, I will have had um, my pilot episode out, which discusses like how much I care about being authentic and vulnerable and transparent. Like any synonym you want to describe, like that's why I care so much about it because of that situation. It was just like, how much I had hidden in that time and how much hurt. I think that's more of it is like how much hurt was caused in that, how much like separation in my family. And then I saw it come to pass with more of my family members continually lying to me or like, and I just knew firsthand the hurt that it caused. And like I said, if not for that conversation, if not for sitting there, like I would not have known the gravity of lying and being honest. And so now I don't lie. Like I don't lie. Like you thought at the time that, I wasn't your mom. Yeah. That it didn't matter because we weren't It wouldn't close. hurt you. We yeah, that close, another so thing too. But it really did. I yeah. I feelings because I was like, this girl doesn't know, number one, how much I care. Yeah. She doesn't, she, she doesn't respect me. Right. Because if she respected me, she wouldn't have She wouldn't have lied, yeah. So it really hurt my feelings because I knew we weren't, I knew we weren't best friends. Yeah. But I thought, at least she has some respect for me. And this yeah. situation was like... Uh uh-uh. uh, no, yeah. But I remember us talking about that too. Like I said, you saying, like you finally being like, I do care about you was kind of like a thing that I was like, oh, so I guess, I guess I do like her, you know? <laughs> I guess I do like her. And that's what I was saying is like now, and even I want to say like after that situation, I just couldn't tell Jamie a lie. Like we would talk and I'd be like, okay, but why am I, like, why would I lie? Like, might as well be honest. But that's kind of how I am with everybody. It's just kind of like now at this point, brutally honest. And I think that it is the reason that I, again, stand so tall with my friendships because I'm like, I love you, but I would be doing you an injustice by not like telling you the truth or telling you how I feel or whatever. Like, and now I'm kind of navigating what it's like to have boundaries and like, not feel like you have to discuss everything with everybody, but still at the same time, 
like that's something that happens in your adult life like not something that happens in your teenage years and stuff like that sometimes you just as you get older you realize that there are only so many people that need to know everything and the rest of it, it it can just be not saying things is better than just not lying. Yeah. Right. Just not addressing or also at the same time, like I kind of forgot where I was getting at with that, but just like when you are an adult, it's like not everybody, like you said, not everybody needs to know every detail and being able to share it on my own terms is kind of like liberating for me because there's so many things that have happened before in my past. Um, which again, more that I want to talk about, but just, I never was able to like tell it my own way like you know what I'm saying because even that situation like you realize how when you come home and you have the whole story like if I would have sat down and told the whole story then like maybe then in honesty it would have made a difference too piece by piece by piece yeah piece by piece every time as a parent it's like okay you think you have the whole story and you're like okay this sucks but I have the whole story and then (laughs) you find out later okay a little bit more and you're like yeah and that's why I was saying like the phone situation was the biggest other situation but I remember multiple conversations before where more and more things had kept pouring out until me and Jamie had sat down and had that conversation like nothing was fully and truly honest and so that's how we came about to that and that's how me and Jamie like got so close and I was able to like discover like relationship with her I guess I guess (laughs) I'm like she's fine now but like yeah but yeah it it, like I said now I've gone to college and many times throughout the year like things have happened and I want Jamie's counsel for it like I want her advice and wisdom um because I admire her as a woman like for that more than admire like admire doesn't even scratch the surface of like the words that I feel like and she's gonna start crying it's gonna make her cry so I'm just not gonna look at her like I wish y'all could see this but like (sighs) anyways I like in admiring her for being so womanly in the idea of like hey you know what like I'm not only gonna make you sit in it but I'm gonna sit in it too and that is really what I think like empowerment and unity in family is family woman to woman like whatever it may be now woman to woman but at the time I was not a woman but you know what I'm saying like in sitting in that you there's not enough words that would explain the admiration that comes behind that because it takes so much like to take what you do and knowing it hurt Jamie like it hurt Jamie probably to sit there every day too like you know what I'm saying not necessarily in the action but in all of the actions that I had produced I know it hurt and even to look at me for a while, I know because it was, it was bad. Like just to look at me in the eyes, knowing that I had been continually lying is hurt in itself. I don't think we talked really for the first time. <laughs> yeah, no, literally we would walk past each other, like, but also small thing. And we'll kind of close up after this, but small thing was like, Jamie very much would go to the store. And one thing at this time, she would go to the store and get, buy all of us drinks. Like everybody would have a drink. Right. And I'm in trouble. So I'm thinking like she's going to come home and because this is something that's happened a lot when I was a child, but like if you're in trouble, like you just don't get the same things as like, which is also like not commenting on parenting styles, just like, cause that could also be a thing. But just the thing with her was like, she went to the store and grabbed everybody a drink and she was like, Hey, there's a drink for you on the counter. And that was like the one probably thing you said to me, but also just like in that small gesture, cause for me very much now, like you guys will come to find, I care so much about the little things and that one action and being like, Hey, I made sure to grab you something, which I, you probably don't even think to, to this day now, like about it being a thing, but that feeling like 
okay, you're still a human. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And you're a child. And you know what I'm saying? Not feeling like I had to be dismissed or out of my feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It would be like special, like, you know what I'm saying? Like fountain drinks or like, you know, because we would drink like water or tea or whatever would be in the, because you, Jamie is very tea fanatic. Let me go ahead and add, because that was a big thing that changed in our household too, is having tea or whatever. But at this time she would go to the store and she would grab us all special drinks. Like if, is I wanted lemonade or whatever, like now we're rambling at this point, but you know what I'm saying? Getting to that point of just being like, Hey, you're still here. You still exist. I still see you. Like, I feel like that much, like I said, is such a reflection. Like even then, like, I wouldn't say we are super like faith-based in quotation, but like that is me seeing very much of God's hands and seeing God through you in that time. And just, I feel like he's very much like that too. Like, yes, you are going, there are consequences to your actions, but also at the same time, you're still loved. You're still chosen. You're still a part of our family. And I still very much noticed you in the midst of your pain, because obviously I had been made a lot of such and a lot of it was self brought on, but it was a very painful situation for me too, because obviously my life's being stripped away. It's changing new family, all et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But anyways, that is like such a big and sweet moment for me that I just think taught me also to value the little things and how we remember people even in the midst of our pain and our hurt and all the things. And so I don't think you've ever heard that, but that I would haven't. be Yeah. But um, before we stop, I just yeah. want to let you know how much you changed my life <laughs> just as much as I changed yours. Like stupid tears. <laughs> I'm like, God, stop crying. No, I'm just kidding. But you, I think you made me a better person because I had a responsibility to, to be more careful with my words, more careful with my actions. I was more aware of how I said things and did things because when I would react a certain way and I would see how it affected you because my kids only knew yeah, I remember us struggling, not struggling with that too at first, but that was something that you at first and my dad kind of worked through yes, was like your was parenting styles. Yeah, I was a reactor. Your dad is a little more hands off than I am, <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah. Um, where I am, my kids are my everything. Yeah. And when, after this whole situation and we became so close, you became one of my everything. Yeah. And to this day. You are part of my everything and you will continue to be till I die. <laughs> just you're stuck with me. Yeah. So just know that as much of an impact I've made on you, you've made one on me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and this is like, I want to say that this is not even a fraction of like the many moments that me and Jamie had that made our relationship strong. But I think that it is the biggest like transitional period oh, for yeah. us from very surface level to more than that. And so, yeah, that's kind of, small situation and I hope that we get to talk about that later but now last question is what is something that you want to leave to the generations I think my biggest thing is just be kind just be kind because kindness is never gonna go away that that's the thing that can always benefit you in life and kindness to another person can help you later like if you were kind of them then you see me later and I need something, you can be kind to me. Yeah. Because I think kids this ne- and I'm going to sound like an old person. <laughs> kids these days. Kids these days, I think, have such a entitlement. Like, a lot of young kids feel entitled to everything because I see it so much with the younger people coming to my job that they don't understand that kindness gets you 
so, so much, much further. further. Yeah. So if I can ever teach anybody anything, it, be kind. That was so good.